Koketso Sachane on SAFM. 28 minutes past three, we continue looking at what's happening in other parts of the world following recent spate of attacks in the Arabian Sea. India is said to have announced that it will send three warships to the Arabian Sea as a force deterrent in the region. The announcement coming days after a drone strike targeted a merchant ship of India's West western coast causing an explosion and fire for more analysis on this we're joined on the line by salman khan an independent geopolitical analyst Uh, salman thank you very much for making time good afternoon good afternoon thank you very much for having me and seasonal greeting to you and your listeners Likewise to you. Just as a start in having a sense of the series of attacks, we heard from at least the U.S.'s Central Command saying that at least 15 commercial ships have come under attack by Houthi militants uh, so far in in the past two two months. And there's been a lot of debate around what we're hearing from the U.S. or Israelis around all that has been happening. The numbers, are they they, uh, adequate? Are you able to, or accurate? Are you able to paint a picture as to what has been happening that has led to this latest move by India? Well, I mean, definitely, yes. It is adding a new dimension, a new dynamics to the war in Gaza, and that is uh, the Houthis come in action, the Germany Houthis come in action as in solidarity to the people of Palestine. And, uh, of course, the U.S. is solidarity with the people of Israel, the state of Israel. They are actually coming into the theater and trying to show and maneuver their fleet, naval fleets, to show that the Red Sea, the blockade of Israeli ships, most of them, the ships that has been attacked by the Houthis are Israeli, um, you know, the cargo ship, those were under the different flags, whether the Liberian or Gabon or any other international flag, but destined to take the cargo too, which they have the military intelligence on those ships. And uh, if it is not 15, maybe more, but that is, that is, that is adding the new dimension to the geopoliticals and the geostrategic uh, of the war in the Gaza. It is it is getting the regional it has gone into the maritime and uh, let's see where it has moved when it's come to the indian intervention i think the indian intervention based on a very i would say a very flimsy intelligence on the ground because they're not sure where the tech comes from according to uh, according to the indian sources indian intelligence neighborhood sources the attack was emanated from the houthis and the u.s pentagon saying no it is definitely drone attack come from the in uh, from the iran so for india to enter into the war theater or getting a passive aggressive maneuvering of their three warships into the arabia is openly an announcement which is i see as very irresponsible and very immature and very premature to getting into the war theater which is highly highly sensitive at the moment in noting um, how you describe India's entering into the war, um, historically at least, and I say historically post um, the 7th of October, which is when some people try to focus on what's been happening in the region, but all the movements that we've seen in the Red Sea and the Arabian Sea has been, of course, as a consequence to um, what we've witnessed post the 7th of October. What has been India's position on the conflict and the, 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 the continued slaughtering and murdering of, of citizens in occupied Gaza as compared to the positions taken by other countries in the region and the surrounds? 
Well, very interesting question, very interesting point that you have brought in. Look, India traditionally since 1947 to the 70s or late 70s, it was a very pro-Palestine. The Nehru and the Gandhi was very pro-Palestine. But then, of course, the winds change, uh, the geopolitics change, and uh, especially since the 19, uh, 2014, um, I would say to, from the 2000, you know, like 20 onward, from there onward, uh, the policies of the Indian foreign policy has changed and too much tilted toward the state of Israel. And especially in the time of the Modi government from the 2014, they are one of the biggest trading partners. And, uh, and that dynamic has brought India into the, uh, 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 directly in getting into the involvement. India is one of the biggest trading partners for import-export. One, it is the biggest buyer, over $5 billion uh, U.S. dollar of the purchases have been from the Israel. Uh, they buy uh, India buy the military hardware from Israel on an annual basis, and there are many other collaboration happening on a naval air force and air defense. India training and uh, uh, you know the coaching from the Israelis happening in India. Some of the air force, uh, you know, the units are based and they are training. So Indian collaboration goes way back uh, into mm. into the collaboration, and of course that's adding on to the dynamics. And of course the Modi government have taken a firm stand. They are we are partner in crime, and we are uh, definitely the way we deal with the Kashmiris people and the Kashmiri, you know, the uprising. You dealing exactly the same. The model that has been adopted in Indian occupied Kashmir is exactly the same as the Gaza. So they're learning from each other. They're doing, but for me. To seeing as a geopolitics is very, very immature and very irresponsible uh, movement from the Indian warship to getting into the theater. Um, I would not rule out that it could be a preempt, not the preempt, I would say it was a fast flag uh, drawn attack onto the Indian. It was not even an Indian uh, vessel, it was actually a Japanese vessel, Liberian flag going to India from the Algeria, from Saudi Arabia with the oil which was cargo going to the Indian Mumbai Bay and uh, to deliver that petrol and that came on a take. So India actually has taken this step without any proper intelligence. And of course, it is not mm. their ship. It is a cargo ship which was delivering. So for them to get into this war, there's a two, two factor I see. One is to solidify their alliance with USA because USA definitely need alliance because they need, because they have a very depleted resources. Uh, America is not financially capable to launch a war after the two failures in Middle East, uh, in, in Iraq and Iran, and of course, after the Afghanistan, they withdraw after 20 years. So they're not really financially strong enough to go to any war. So they need a legal, localized partner, which is India have a very large Navy. And they, I would not be counting it out a assumption that it could have been carried out by U.S. itself to draw India into the war, because there's no no solid evidence that this this attack was according to the indians they think it is coming from the houthis which is also it is not in the main red sea area it is 200 kilometer nautical uh, from the Indi indian arabian sea peninsula so it is not nearby by the by the houthis uh, war theater and the problem you know the problem the geo geopolitical problem is why americans are getting involved into because where is the red sea the corridor we call it babul mahtab which is the corridor of uh, mahbab that is where the 12 percent of the international cargo passes by and 90 percent of the sea cargo passes by for this file 
Then from here, 200, 300 kilometers away, it's called Shatul, uh, Shatul Arab. Shatul Arab is where the 67% of the world petroleum passes by, which is one side you got a Qatar and one side of the corridor you got the Iran. Then if the Iran with the Houthis put up a blockade onto the oil supplies to the world, which is the 67% of the oil, then you got a real problem. So before it gets into that, the Americans are maneuvering, and of course they need a localized help, and they're drawing Indian, Air Fo- uh, Indian naval forces into the conflict. And India, of course, showing going to have the brownie point by, by U.S. issuing the solidarity, and on the other side, galvanizing the relationship with the right. legal state of Israel. Brownie points, geopolitics, tensions, a lot that uh, we can speak further to. And I would like to invite you back, Salman Khan, um, at some point, because I also would like to understand the effectiveness of the moves by the, the Houthis, for example, and what's happening in the Red Sea and what impact it could possibly have on what's happening in the, the Gaza conflict. But thank you very much for making time to speak to us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks. Salman Khan is an independent geopolitical analyst. Have you been following what's happening there? You can send us your WhatsApp voice notes 